It's a great day for a podcast. Once again, here he is, John Oakley. How much louder do we have to scream? How many more innocent lives must be lost at the hands of radical fundamentalist terrorists before the government finally wakes up and pays attention? Goldie Gamari, uh, she is a conservative MPP for Carleton, and that was the voice that you heard there because, to her mind, as the clip had implied rather quickly, uh, the Islamic regime in Iran is really the fount of all of this evil. Let's get uh, Goldie in here to explain all that. Goldie Gamari, good to have you on The Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. Thanks for having me on. Well, I appreciate your coming on as I've listened to your clip. That was just a, a very, very short uh, cribbed quote from it. But uh, at some length, you say the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, uh, they're the ones and the Islamic regime who have spawned all of this hatred and turmoil and so on and so forth. And you're really laying it at the feet of the prime minister for not taking matters into hand. Explain. So the IRGC, uh, Islamic Revolutionary, uh, Revolutionary Guard Corps, is basically... Um, the Islamic regime in Iran, and they took over in 1979, and they established a radical fundamentalist Islamo-fascist dictatorship that has been um, not only holding the people of Iran hostage for 44 years, but they have been exporting terrorism around the world. Um, Hamas is funded by the Islamic regime in Iran. Hezbollah is funded by the Islamic regime in Iran. Um, uh, what we're hearing about in Syria, in uh, in Iraq, um, in um, in Yemen, all of those militants are funded, trained, and armed by the terrorist and illegitimate Islamic regime in Iran. And their main goal is essentially not just to eradicate um, Jewish people in the state of Israel, but it is to uh, essentially take over the world. Goldie, uh, by the way, uh, your background is Persian, is it not? Yes. So I'm uh, an Iranian-Canadian. I was born in Iran. And my parents immigrated to Canada in 1986. So I basically grew up, uh, grew up in Canada and, and was raised in Canada. Um, and, you know, this is, this is a very big problem here in Canada. One thing that Iranian Canadians have been sounding the alarm on for years is the fact that Canada has become a safe haven for the terrorist Islamic regime in Iran, their sympathizers, their supporters. And um, when, when we are calling for... Uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to put the IRGC on the list of, of terrorists here in Canada. The reason we want that to happen is to prevent the Islamic regime from operating in Canada, from doing business in Canada, from funding um, certain groups and organizations in Canada, and not allowing people who are affiliated with the Islamic regime to live in Canada. Um, you know, this is what we've been uh, rallying about and protesting about for for many years, um, more so more recently in the past year, since um, the brutal murder of Masa Amini, um, a 22-year-old Kurdish woman, um, was basically just not wearing her, her compulsory hijab properly in Iran. That happened um, a year ago, uh, on September 16th. And we just saw that again, just a few days ago, with another 16-year-old girl in Iran, Armita Garavand, who was also beaten into a coma and basically murdered by the terrorist and illegitimate Islamic regime in Iran because she did not want to wear her compulsory headscarf properly. And the Islamic regime is, uh, denies the Holocaust, spreads anti-Semitism, and exports 
these beliefs around the world. And so, so to me and to many Iranians, it, it, we just don't understand how Justin Trudeau cannot see that and, and why he's not putting the IRGC on the list of, of terrorists in Canada. Well, you know, it's been said that uh, sometimes he's more responsive to uh, diaspora politics domestically here. And I'm just curious, you know, uh, what's the sense for it in the Iranian community? For example, uh, you're saying that the Iranian Revolutionary Guard, uh, really the Praetorian Guard for the Islamo-fascist regime, uh, the Khomeinists uh, there in Iran, are there subversive elements here in Canada, the so-called fifth columnists uh, within the diaspora? Yes, absolutely. How do you how how do we know that, and by what? Uh, MO would they actually operate and uh, to destabilize or discredit certain elements of the Iranian community here in Canada? So there's a number of people uh, within the Iranian community, specifically in, um, in, in Toronto and the GTA, who um, go around and identify um, people who are affiliated. And there, there's one example, and I'm, I'm happy to send you the video afterwards. It's, it's quite a long video, but uh, there, there's one example of a certain... Um, gentleman, I use this term very loosely, who uh, is living in Canada. He's completely undocumented. He doesn't even have PR status. He doesn't pay taxes. His children go to school here. And when um, this person asked him, confronted him about what he's doing here, he said that he was um, brought here by some university in from within the Islamic regime. And he basically came here to advance um, Islamic studies and the message of, of Islam um, in Canada, and that he is paid for his work through, I guess, a membership fee from the community. So one thing that the Islamic regime does is, is they will bring people over in the guise of sort of cultural enrichment or, or whatever the case might be. Um, and that's sort of, you know, how, how they get away with it. And this is actually um, well-documented. There are some articles, uh, older articles, actually, from even um, 10 years ago, which talk about this. And, you know, it's, it's actually the reason that Prime Minister Harper shut down the um, Islamic regime embassy in Iran and ended formal dip- diplomatic negotiations with the Islamic regime back in 2012. Because intelligence documents had come out revealing that the embassy for the Islamic regime in Iran was basically just a den of spies. And, you know, another example is uh, more recently is back in 2020 when Ukraine flight PS752 was shot down. There were 55 Canadian citizens and 30 permanent residents among the 176 people that were killed in this terrorist attack by the Islamic regime in Iran. And just like a month later, Justin Trudeau met with the foreign affairs minister at the time for the Islamic regime in Iran, shook his head, shook his hand and and bowed. And that was just such an insulting thing to Iranian Canadians that, you know, the Islamic regime shoots down a plane, murdering 55 Canadians. And a month later, Trudeau is just meeting with these people as if they're normal, rational, logical people and, and not the terrorists that they are. Again, with Goldie Gamari, conservative MPP for Carleton. So 
let's get back to Justin Trudeau and uh, the diaspora and diaspora politics. Uh, why do you think he's reluctant? I guess he's he's probably aware that you and others have called for the Iranian Revolutionary Guard to be designated as a terrorist operation, uh, but he's not committed to that. Why do you suspect? Um, I would have to say it probably has something to do with money and whatever money is being brought in by certain groups, entities, organizations within the Canadian economy. That would be my educated guess based on the plethora of articles out there written by numerous journalists on the matter. Um, there's one, one uh, 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 journalist, actually, writer. His name is Terry Glavin. He writes for the National Post, and he has um, some very, very insightful articles. He actually wrote one article um, back in... Uh, September of 2022, uh, just maybe like four or five days before um, the Islamic regime executed uh, Mahsan for not wearing her hijab properly. And in his article, he actually says, he writes about all the examples of, of Islamic regime officials in Canada. In fact, one of the people that was spotted uh, working out at a gym in Richmond Hill was the retired head of the security forces in Tehran, a guy who has, you know, the blood of thousands of innocent Iranians on his hands, who executed innocent Iranians, is now seen in Richmond Hill working out at a gym. I mean, how is that even possible? How are we letting these people into this country? Iranians come here to get away from that radical fundamentalism, that, that extremism. We come here because we want to live in a free and democratic society. We don't want those kinds of people here. We're, we're fighting those kinds of people. We want the Islamic regime gone. Let me ask you finally, Goldie. Uh, I mean, since you said off the top that, uh, and it was my words, that, you know, the Iranian regime is the fount of the current evils. Uh, the, Islamic but we've even go the Islamic regime. I just want to make that very, very clear because, you know, I, I don't want people to mix um, the Islamic regime with Iranians. Iranians are pro-democracy, freedom-loving. You know, we're, we're fighting against this um, evil and, and hatred and, and radical fundamentalism. It's, it's the Islamic regime in Iran that is the, the occupier and, and the real, you know, evil here. All right, fair enough. The Khomeinists, I guess uh, you can say. But uh, then we've got in the very current situation, even as we speak, uh, Youth for Palestine, they've uh, now gone into 17 MPs' offices, uh, staging sit-ins in 12 different cities. That's happening right now as we speak. Do you believe they're taking their cues from the Islamic regime in Iran? I mean, what I know for a fact is that the Islamic regime in Iran funds Hamas, and the Islamic regime um, funds propaganda that is being Spread. They have um, they have a cyber army in, in Iran. They have like a ministry of, of cyber army, and you know they spend millions, if not billions, of dollars um, to create the sort of propaganda um, and, and export that propaganda. Whether it's through Al Jazeera, Al Jazeera, by the way, is a Qatari intelligence mouthpiece. Al Jazeera is one of the most anti-Semitic uh, news organizations out there. Um, and also through AJ Plus. AJ Plus is their sort of younger, um, I guess, entity, which really appeals to sort of the younger, the younger crowd. And you know, a lot of the words as well that we're seeing um, being repeated 
by um, you know Western progressives, I guess you know terms like gender apartheid and in terms like um, genocide and, and things like that and war crimes and, and Zionists. All of that, if you if you look at what Islamic regime officials are saying, it, it, it's the exact same terminology. So it's just in my mind and in the mind of a lot of Iranian Canadians, it's just incredibly not just bizarre but concerning that you're seeing this very, very progressive left group whose terminology and, and values are aligning with the terrorist and illegitimate Islamic regime in Iran. I mean, it's just, at some point, people have to take a step back and think, okay, have I gone too far? Like, if, if, if I'm siding and agreeing with the Islamic regime in Iran, should I maybe take a step back and reevaluate? and maybe get some more information to understand the context of, of the situation here. Well, uh, which also then uh, leads us back into the Prime Minister and whether or not uh, in that context he would understand such uh, yourself and others, other like-minded individuals and maybe enlightened Canadians, that uh, the Iranian Revolutionary Guard uh, is a terrorist operation and ought to be blacklisted, as Hamas has as well. I appreciate your time very much, Goldie. Uh, My understanding is your TikTok account currently inactive due to rules governing public officials, but at the height of it, uh, you had about 250,000 and followers on TikTok, and that's rather impressive. So I'm sure the message is getting out. Uh, I appreciate your time and hope we'll talk down the road. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me on. Happy to come back anytime. Goldie Kamari, a Conservative MPP for Carleton. Listen to the John Oakley Show live each weekday afternoon from 3 until 6. If you live in the Toronto area, just turn that AM dial to 640 and listen anywhere on Earth 24 hours a day by going to 640toronto.com. Follow on Twitter at AM640Oakley. You've been listening to A Curious Cast. New podcasts and shows are debuting all the time. So check back often to see what's new in the Curious Cast Library.